Once Gone, a Riley Page Mystery, Book One, written by Blake Pierce, narrated by Elaine Wise. Chapter 15 The man was awakened by his cell phone alarm. At first, he didn't know where he was, but he knew right away that today was going to be important. It was the kind of day he lived for. He knew that he had awakened in this strange place for a very good reason, because it was to be that kind of day. It would be a day of delicious satisfaction for him, and of sheer terror and indescribable pain for someone else. But where was he? Still half asleep, he couldn't remember. He was lying on a couch in a small carpeted room, looking at a refrigerator and a microwave. Morning light streamed through a window. He got up, opened the door to the room, and looked out into a dark hallway. He flipped on the room light beside the door frame. Light shined out into the hallway and into an open door across the hallway. He could make out a black upholstered medical examination table with some sterilised white paper stretched along it. Of course, he thought. The free medical clinic. Now he remembered where he was and how he'd gotten there. He congratulated himself on his stealth and cunning. Yesterday, he'd arrived at the clinic late in the day, when it was especially busy. In the midst of the bustle of patients, he had asked for a simple blood pressure test, and she had been the nurse who tested him the very woman he had come here to see, the woman he had been watching for days, at her home, when she was shopping, when she came here to work. After the blood pressure test, he'd squeezed himself into a tight space, deep inside a supply closet. How innocent all the staff had been. The clinic had closed and everyone had gone home without even checking the closets. Then he'd crept out and made himself at home right here, in the little staff lounge. He'd slept well. And today was going to be a very remarkable day. He turned the ceiling light off immediately. No one outside must know that anyone was in the building. He looked at the time on his cell phone. It was just a few minutes before 7am. She would arrive any minute now. He knew this from his days of surveillance. It was her job to get the clinic ready for both physicians and patients every morning. The clinic itself didn't open until eight. Between seven and eight, she was always alone here. But today was going to be different. Today, she would not be alone. He heard a car pull into the parking lot outside. He adjusted the Venetian blinds just enough to look outside. It was her, all right stepping out of the car. He had no trouble steadying his nerves. This was not like those first two times, when he had felt so fearful and apprehensive. Ever since the third time, when everything had flowed so smoothly, he knew he had really hit his stride. Now he was seasoned and skilful. But there was one thing he wanted to do a little differently just to vary his routine, to make this time a little different from the others. He was going to surprise her with a little token, 
his own personal calling card. As Cindy McKinnon walked through the empty parking lot, she mentally rehearsed her daily routine. After getting all the supplies in place, her first order of business would be to sign refill requests from pharmacies and make sure the appointment calendar was up to date. Patients would be waiting outside the door by the time they opened at eight. The rest of the day would be devoted to sundry tasks, including taking vital signs, drawing blood, giving shots, making appointments and fulfilling the often unreasonable demands of the registered nurses and physicians. Her work here as a licensed practical nurse was hardly glamorous. Even so, she loved what she did. It was deeply gratifying to help people who otherwise couldn't afford medical care. She knew that they saved lives here, even with the basic services that they offered. Cindy took the clinic keys out of her purse and unlocked the glass front door. She stepped inside quickly and locked the door behind her. Someone else would unlock it again at eight o'clock. Then she immediately punched in the code to deactivate the building alarm. As she walked into the waiting area, something caught her eye. It was a small object lying on the floor. In the dim light, she couldn't make out what it was. She switched on the overhead lights. The object on the floor was a rose. She walked over to it and picked it up. The rose wasn't real. It was artificial, made of cheap fabric. But what was it doing there? Probably a patient had dropped it yesterday. But why hadn't someone picked it up after the clinic closed at 5pm? Why hadn't she seen it yesterday? She had waited until the cleaning woman was finished. She had been the last to leave, and she was sure the rose hadn't been there. Then came a rush of adrenaline and an explosion of pure fear. She knew what the rose meant. She wasn't alone. She knew she had to get out. She didn't have a split second to lose. But as she turned to run toward the door, a strong hand seized her arm from behind, stopping her in her tracks. There was no time to think. She had to let her body act on its own. She raised her elbow and whirled around, throwing her whole weight to the side and back. She felt her elbow strike a hard but pliable surface. She heard a fierce, loud groan and felt the weight of her attacker's body tilting upon her. Had she been lucky and hit his solar plexus? She couldn't turn around to see. There wasn't time. A few seconds, if even that. She ran toward the door, but time slowed down and it didn't feel like running at all. It felt like moving through thick, clear gelatin. Finally, she reached the door and tried to pull it open, but of course she had locked it after coming inside. She groped frantically through her purse until she found her keys. Then her hands shook so badly that she couldn't hold them. They fell clattering to the ground. Time stretched out even further as she bent over and picked them up. She fumbled among the keys until she found the right one. Then she stabbed the key at the lock. It was useless. Her hand was useless from shaking. She felt as if her body were betraying her. At last, her eye caught a glimpse of movement outside. On the sidewalk beyond the parking lot, a woman was walking her dog. Still gripping the key, she raised her fists and pounded against the impossibly hard glass. She opened her mouth to scream, but her voice was stifled by something tight across her mouth, pulling painfully at the corners. It was a cloth, a rag, or a handkerchief, or a scarf. Her attacker had gagged her with merciless and implacable force. Her eyes bulged. But instead of a scream, 
All she could emit was a horrible groan. She flailed her arms and the keys fell again from her hand. She was pulled helplessly backward, away from the morning light, into a dark, murky world of sudden and unimaginable horror. This has been Once Gone, a Riley Page Mystery, Book One. Written by Blake Pierce. Narrated by Elaine Wise. Copyright 2016 by Blake Pierce. Production Copyright 2016 by Blake Pierce.